Who's excited to be here tonight? Who's had a great Sunday? Four people. <laughs> Just kidding. Praise the Lord. What a great looking family tonight. I'm so glad you're here tonight, and I, and I believe you'll receive something. Say something. Maybe not everything, but one thing. Amen. You'll be impacted to your life. Glory be to God. Don't look around. Praise the Lord. Well, what a great, great, great month it has been. Um, I know that the brothers just got back uh, from the Clemens unit again for the second round. And did I hear right? It was soul count? What was the soul count? Two hundred and ninety-four decisions for Christ. You know, you know what what's happening is revival. If you don't know that, you're you're in the wrong. Um, I don't know what. People are hungry for God. It, that was for with two services, and. Um, they heard the gospel freak. We're going to hear a little bit about that in just a minute. But I want to go ahead and play the, the video from uh, yesterday. Yeah, we're going to play the video from yesterday. And uh, well, let's do the, the, the one from yesterday uh, when, we, when we went uh, to the, um, I don't know if you want to watch it, but I do. So I'm going to go ahead and play it again. <laughs> but I know the guys weren't here, but. We're going to go ahead and play it, and this was this is what took place yesterday. Go, go ahead.
This is from, go ahead and play the one from uh, this morning. Watch it again. Let me see if I can find it. This is this morning. So if you could drum roll, please. Too mighty for salvation. We had eight, eight, two families that gave their lives to the Lord yesterday as well. Be smelling fresh. God is good. Brother Ram, come up and share. Just, I mean, there's so much, right? Like, where do you where do you even begin from yesterday to today? Amen. It, it was today is like the 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 at this minute the biggest service we had, you know. And and I told the guys, I was like, man, they coming in, they know we passing out bags, right? And uh everybody's coming. Every the whole ground hope we have enough bags, right? And and uh then Jesse, the, one of the main guys, he's like, Ram, they don't know about the bags. And and so uh, and so the, they kept pulling chairs out and chairs out and chairs out. We were like going back, back, back. And y'all remember that was all the way to the sound booth, all the way back. And uh, and we were like, man, praise God, come in, come in, come in. And 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 uh, and, and so we get up there and I ask him, hey, how many how many of y'all know us? How many of y'all heard of P- uh, Power Love Church, Jesus Alive Prison Ministry? And and only a handful. You know, usually it's a lot of them, right? But we haven't been there in a few, th- and, and they move people around and everything. So m- 95% of the people were all all new. That they, hadn't, they hadn't heard of us. So, they ha- so you know, it's like right there the Holy Spirit was like, hey, look, I know you got a message, but this is what I want you to share. Share your story. Share your stories. Bring Chris up. Bring, bring Brother JR, uh, JR. You know, just share how, what God can do and what God's done in your life, right? And if he did it for you, he could do it for all of them. But but you have to be serious. You have to really truly believe, you know. And so, I mean, it. it I mean, even pa- I w- I'm so thankful because first of all, we showed up today, Pastor, and and, and we and we come in, you know, we we pull in and we're behind a black truck and the security the, the guard he's already knew knew us from yesterday, right? He's like, he just let us pass on by, right? So we pass by, we go straight to the guard shack and 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 we pa- we pull up to the black truck and the black. The black truck, the driver gets out. Well, it's the warden, and uh, we're like, "Hey, warden, what's up?" He knew us yes from yesterday too, right? And uh, all the guys had told us, "Ram, the warden ain't never acted like that." He came in yesterday when we were all there with his phone, and he said, "Hey, he wants to take pictures." We took a picture with the warden, and uh, so today the warden, he's like, "Hey, what's up, guys? Y'all back again?" He's like, "Yeah, we're doing the." He's like, "Okay." And so we go give all our licenses to the lady. She has to check the, the list, and she's like, hey, nobody's on the list. You know, y'all can't come in if y'all ain't on the list. I'm like, what are you, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean we ain't on the list? We, 
And, and so we're there, and, 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 and Christian says, hey, he's seen one of the guys that we know. He's like, man, tell the warden, man, that we, what's going on, right? And uh, sure enough, not even, not even a few minutes, he's like, man, y'all good. Let's come on in. Come on in, right? So the devil was a liar even from the get-go when we got there. But, I mean, it, I mean, what? I mean, it was so awesome because, man, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. I'm speechless to what the Lord could do, you know. And everybody that had a part, everybody that sold, everybody that prayed, you're, you were a part of this. But the thing was, it's like, I love it because I said, look, if, I said, your story here, you may have a special case. I'm not denying that, that, that you've, you've been dealt a, a bad deck of cards from the beginning. I'm not denying that you've gone through stuff, you're going through stuff, and the situation is bad. But, but, but I'm here to tell you that Jesus can can change your whole situation today if you truly believe and want it. I said, look, the Lord knows who's true, who's fake. I mean, hey, look, he knows all that. You have to be real with Christ. That's, what, that's how I changed. That's how my brothers, all the brothers that we brought changed, each and every one of them. And, then, and, and some of the guys there, they knew some Chris, and they knew Jr. and, you know, it's like they couldn't believe it, right? So they're like, hey, look, if he's done it for them, you need to find out he could do it for you. But find out what these brothers did, right? So even yesterday, I mean, yesterday, I, I, I was so excited because I got to take pastors with us and, and she got to meet the guys and, 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 and some of the other ladies. I mean, we were just like, hey, just keep your eyes on Jesus when you're walking through the thing. You don't look to the left, to the right, because there's going to be guys looking at the windows. And, 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 but we get to the chapel, and it's like, it was just like we were there to have church. You can ask them. That's their church. We're at their church. It's called the Redeemed Church. And uh, the guys, man, they, they couldn't stop talking. Even today, the leaders there, they couldn't stop talking about the pastors. And they were like, man. We're from Houston. We come to y'all's churches. That's okay, bro. I already told my wife, and that's like, right, Pastor? Hey, and so the thing was, it was like, if you need a drummer, there's a drummer. The guy that plays the drum, he plays the, he play. he was, I have video of him today. He was playing the, the guitar. I have video. I don't, I don't, uh, I mean, we took, we killed the battery. We took so much video and pictures. So I, I told him what I did. I said, the battery's dead, Riley. But, uh. You know, I was hearing stories today. He's like, man, Ram, I'm so thankful and grateful, man. You don't know. I ha I've this is, yesterday was the most time I spent with my daughter ever. From 10 till 6, it was the most time I've ever spent with my daughter just sitting down, building gingerbread house, building, build, uh, 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 painting. He's like, and then another guy, Ram, it's the first time I ever threw a football with my son. You know, it's like, yeah, I made mistakes, man, and, and, I, and, 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 I, and I'll, I'll do my time, but I'm so thankful for this, you know, and, and, you know, it made me think, man, it's like, man, people, people take for granted the true blessing of life, you know, out here in the free world. And, and, and so the, cause the thing is, is like, we've all made mistakes and we've all, we all could, we all could have been switched, you know, but the reason we do this is because we truly believe that transformation can happen because we know, right? We know it can happen because we, we have, we have many people here that Jeremiah, you know, he, when I took him, they, they, they said, Hey, that's the barber. I said, yeah, that's the barber. He used to be there, you know, and 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 and, and, and he came in and sang, sang uh, uh, "Amazing Grace," and they're looking at him like, man, that, that brother can sing. He never sang. He, but uh, <laughs> man, but it, I, I mean, what, a, what, what? I mean, the, the guys were in tears, literally in tears. You know, it's like, man, it, it means so much. It meant so. We were getting blessed just sitting back yesterday, just watching. It was like, I mean, able to go get food, able, for, able to feed them, able to just, hey. They didn't have to get up. The, the ladies and us, we, we, we served them. Hey, look, don't get up because they're so used to, some of the guys are just so used to running around like Carlos. You know, it's like, sit down, we got you. And, and so the thing was, it's like, you know, blessed to be a blessing. 
And it was so, I, I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be impact on this. There's going to be future testimonies that we can't even, we ain't won't even be able, only eternity will know, you know, but, but uh, I'm so grateful, thankful that we had favor with the, with the warden. We had, fa man, we just had favor all around, even with our camera. Mr. Wood, Heather's dad says, hey, y'all got to backtrack. What is that? I said, man, that's our camera. I said, man, they never let us, they never, they let y'all bring that in. It's like, man, I'm walking in with the camera, right? It's like. And, and, and so and so their media guy, it's funny, right, because, you know, they're years behind, but they got they got computer. They got I mean, you see, they got everything. It might be a little outdated, but but they, you know, and so but the thing is, is like so he their media guys walking around with a little song, a little little camera like this. You know, Christian's like, man, that old thing, brother, what you do? And, 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 but but so their media guy, he seen he seen the camera that the, that the media here let me take. And he's looking at it, like I told Pastor, he was looking at it like, man, can I touch? He's looking at it like a baby, right? It's like, man, you know. And, and I said, brother, what you? And so today when I went, he was my media guy, right? He's walking around. He, he had it. He had it, Pastor. He had it around his neck. And he was, I told Maradi, I said, man, that brother was over by the Christmas tree. And I said, man, he was, he was good. But uh, I'm so thankful, grateful, man. There's so many testimonies, I mean, that I heard. Even even Jesse, the the main guy, there's, there's two main guys, Jesse and LBJ. They they discipled a lot. They're mentors to a lot of the men. And so the thing is, Jesse, Jesse shared yesterday and today, but he says, man, I've been here 24 years, and I've never wrapped a gift. He said, I've never wrapped a gift. And so when Tower of Love brought the, brought the gifts Thursday, he said, I was excited when Ram, when, when, when Ram agreed to bring the gifts because originally we were just going to take the deodorant and the soaps and help bag them up for today. But he said, hey, Ram, just an idea. Maybe if you have all the gifts, presents ready, bring them in because they can't come in wrapped. But we'll wrap them here and then we'll put them under the tree. We done built the stockings. We done built the board. We done built, you know. And so and so the thing is, it was like, he's like, we'll wrap them for you as long as it takes. We'll wrap them. And, and he said, man, he said, I had to, I was just blessed wrapped in gifts, knowing that this was from my granddaughter, this was from my son, this was it was like man, and and then he said, power of love. They didn't come in with no little dollar gifts. He said they came in. Didn't he say that, Pastor? He said they came in with the best. He's like man, they had a guitar. They but and you know a lot of the stuff we wanted to do more as a, as a church. And, and but the thing was we we were limited as far as like what we could bring in. You know, the warden said, hey, no lotions, no liquid. We used to be able to take bottled water in there as long as it's closed, right, not open, not no more. It's like, you know, so we follow the rules, right? We're like, hey, whatever however, whatever we can do, we want to do. And uh, it was amazing, man. I'm speechless, man. I, I mean, hey, <laughs> God is so good. I mean, I, I, I'm so excited to see the – I was so excited for Pastor George and Sandy to go with me, man, and, and – and we've been counting down the days. And Pastor knows we've been working on this behind the scenes for, you know, and even with the prison, and even with the guys over there with the chaplain, it's like back and forth emailing. You can bring this, Ram. You can't bring this. Who's on the list? Because originally I had told Pastor, Pastor, do we want to do Christmas with Dad? Because I've seen a video online, and I was like, man, that'd be awesome. And Pastor said, let's do it. And, and so I told him, and, and, the, and the chaplain, yeah, I sent you a video. Yes, the pastor says the video, that's all I needed. She was hooked, right, because she said she was crying on the video. And, and because the dads were crying, you know, you see how it was. And so the thing was is like I told pastor, I said, well, chaplain said we can do 5, 10, 15, 20, what we want to do. Well, we want to start out because it's our first time. Pastor said let's do 20. I was like, man, all right. So two kids, 
So you do 20 inmates, it's going to be two kids per inmate plus the caretaker. So it's four people total, right? So 20 times four, you know, hey, you figure it out, it's going to be a packed house. And so it started with that, but then, but then some guys got paroled. Sorry, we're not going to make it. Then some guys got in trouble. They got kicked off the list. So it ended up with 14 as we were going over there, 14 with the kids and the dads, I mean with the caretakers. And then when we get there, it's only 11. We're like, man, what happened? And so they said some of the, some of the families, they couldn't make it. So, you know, I mean, I felt bad for the inmates because, you know, the, 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 their family couldn't make it, so the inmate couldn't be in there. Even though you're looking forward to it. You know, we had a guy that he was, he was from Pastor Sandy's hometown, Rio Bravo, right? And I was talking to him, and he was, I said, hey, man, you know, he's like, I said, man, pastors, you know, they're from, they're from Rio Bravo, and we're from, what? He said, he, he told me in Spanish, I was born in Rio Bravo. I'm from Rio Bravo. And I said, pastor, come here. Maida, come here. Man, you ain't going to believe this, man. Look, all that little bitty hometown y'all from, that little bitty, that little bitty neck of the woods, man, this brother's here from. And, and so the thing was, it's like, it's amazing how God works, though. Because here's the thing, look, that guy, supposedly, he's like some, he was a shot caller, meaning that, you know, he had pull in there and pull out here. I don't know what he did or what not. But I told Pastor, it's like, now nah, he, he, he's the one that they led to the Lord. He came up, Pastor led his whole family to the Lord. Well, anyways, before all that, all the families were already there, and his family wasn't. And I'm on my way to go pick up the food at, at, at 10, 1045, 11 o'clock. And I leave the chapel where everybody's at, and I walk down the hall to go out the, go out the gate. And he's sitting over there like this, looking, looking outside. He can't go out, right? He's, but he's waiting. He's waiting for his family. And they had said, and, and he had told his, some of the guys, he's like, man, I hope, I pray my family comes. I don't know, because there's no way. He can't pick up the cell phone and call them. He's just, he's just in awe, believing, right? And he's sitting there, and I could see he was like, and I, let, I leave. I go pick up the food, and I'm like, man, I pray his family show up, you know? And I come back, we come back, well, he, he's not sitting there, and I walk in, and he's with his family. Man, and I was so thankful and grateful because it was, I forgot how many years, Pastor, how many years that he hadn't been with them. Eleven years he hadn't been with his daughters, and, uh, and he hadn't seen his daughters. And so, uh, man, you should have seen, I mean, it, it just, it does something to you, amen, to see the transformation of God. When the love of Christ hits you, it don't matter how hard, we know that. You know, I share today, it's like I share with the, 200, 300 plus men, I said, look, I said, look, I was the one sitting in the back with my arms folded thinking I knew everything. But the love of Christ breaks your heart. You have, you know, something happens. Something starts to happen, right? And before you know it, you start to leave and you come and you leave Wednesday. You come Sunday and, 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 and something starts to happen. And then in your heart, you're like, you know, you you start crying, but you you know you still you still acting hard, so you don't want nobody to see you, right? So you know, and, and so and, and so you get home by yourself, and you start to look in the mirror, like man, what's really going on, man? I'm becoming soft, you know. I do want to hug a tree, like Pastor Jesse said, man. What you know, and, and, and but but something starts to happen, transformation starts to happen, you know. That's how you know it's real, you know, because because the King comes and and you allow Him to come and you allow Him to do heart surgery on you. A heart transplant, amen? And, and I told the guys this. I said, look, so no matter where you at, where you from, I, I don't care about none of that. The Bible says whosoever. That puts us all in the same boat. And, man, just speaking the word, right, just sharing that. Brothers were already teary-eyed. They were crying. I could see, I could see it, right? And, 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 and the guys were like, Ram, man, you should have just did the altar call right there. And I was barely like 30 minutes in. I said, man, I can't do the altar call. It's like, man, they were already received, right? But uh, 
I'm so thankful, grateful. I mean, uh, uh, man, we said, hey, look, he asked me today. He's like, man, hey, it's up to y'all. Y'all want to do it again next year? I said, Pastor already said we're going to go harder next year. So y'all better be ready. But, uh, man, it, it was awesome, man. I, I, I know it ministered to me so much. I mean, I, I don't. I don't take it lightly because I could easily be in that situation. The reason I do that and the reason I love it is because if, if it was me, I would, I, would, I would be praying for somebody to come visit me, somebody to come bring me. I mean, some of these guys, they said never get a visit, never get a visit. They don't, they, their family done gave up on them. And, and I told them, I said, look, you may be the one that don't get a visit. And your family don't get, gave up on you, but Jesus would never give up on you. Amen. And, and, uh. He's here to make new. He makes all things new, and I shared with him, and, you know, hey, I told him, hey, we come to, we come to bring the good news. I don't come to tell you bad news. I don't come to tell you you're going to hell. I come to tell you that you can go to heaven. We don't want you to go to hell. You know, you, you, I mean, you know how we do it. Amen. You know how God does it. God is good, and I, I thank everybody, man, that, that, that was a part of this yesterday, today. I mean, it, 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 hey. Ministry is work, W-O-R-K, amen, and, and, and it, 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 it takes a team that, that, that is sold out for the things of God to, to, to get on board and do this. I mean, and I know if I w- we would have invited more people, everybody would have went. I know our group, but we were limited, amen, so, but, uh, but I, I know you had a part. There's people here that they paid for the food for that thing. They said, Ram, I want to pay for the food. Here's $500. There's other people, Ram, I want to pay for this. So I, I, told, I was sharing with Pastor yesterday, Pastor, man, our church, man, it's, you know, people people are givers, and they they want to be a part of everything. Amen. So it ain't a problem for 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 us to make things happen. I said, the only thing we about to have a big outreach in Greenspoint that is gonna be a, over the top too. The Christmas bash. Amen. So uh, it, wow, wow. I, I I lied today. Then I told him like six hundred only registered at the prison because I even I I even promoted it there, right? Because there's a bunch of people from Houston. You fancy that we gonna be in Greenspoint? And everybody afterwards, they were like, "Dad, where y'all gonna be at in Greenspoint?" It's like right across from Greenspoint Mall. You're gonna hear the music. You're gonna see everybody, right? So tell all your family, tell all your tios, your uncles and aunties, come on out. And 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 so they all many so many people asked for the church information. They said, "Man, look, Apostle's ministry, man, is like, and 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 is like, it it, it uh, something it's something about y'all's ministry, the way y'all brought it, man. You know, it really ministered to me, man, and and and." I want this. I just don't know how, right? That's what they were saying. I, I really want this. I just don't know how. They asked. They told Jr. and Chris. He said, "Chris, how did you do it, Chris?" Like, man, look, I just, I did it. I said, "Hey, Lord, here I am. Look, use me. Use you. Use me." Same thing with Jr. They seen Jr. Right? Chris said somebody recognized him from three prisons ago. You know, I was like, "How many? How many prisons ago, Chris? <laughs> how many years ago? When was that?" 2007, somebody recognized him. He said, hey, brother, I know you. Chris don't remember, right? Chris is in the world now. He working. He living for Jesus. But them brothers in there never forget. Never forget a face. Never forget nothing. So these little, these, we were a small part of what God wanted to do. And I'm so grateful and thankful. And then, and then today, I mean, just topped it off, put the icing on the cake. We, 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 I said, look, we ain't here to force nobody. We're here to invite you to the king. And, and, and I said, it's your choice. And, man, everybody, I mean, t- today's altar call, Metal told me, hey, Ram, it was easier to count who who didn't get up than who did get up. So he didn't come count over here. He counted over there who stayed in the seat because we knew a total count because they count everybody that's coming in, right? So all, all, all Metal had to count was who stayed and then asked them how many people came in. 
So that was right off the top. It was easy, right? We didn't have to be up there. It was like, no. Omero just said, okay, one, two. It was easy. One, two, three, four. Okay, like 10 of them stayed. Okay, that's easy. And then, okay, that, that's what I'm talking about. But God is so good. Amen. I'm thankful, grateful. I know it. it, 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 it. I'm excited, man. I mean, hey, that, that, this, 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 is what, this is what we live to do. This is what I've been trained. This is what we've been trained to do is like, man, hey, not just in the prison, but they, gonna, they got the open door for the school. We're going to go to the school. We're going to go to the streets. Hey, I'm telling you, hey, if you, get on board with what God is doing. Amen? Get on board. Don't, don't be left behind. Get, get plugged in. Get plugged in because, hey, I'm telling you what God is doing. Hey, sow a seed. Help out. Do, do something. Ha, have something. Help out. Do, do, I mean, Come to the outreach, help out. Come, come, hey, get a, be a part of it. In other words, amen. Don't be don't be on the sidelines, just checking out and cheering. Come get in the game with us, amen. Praise the Lord. I, I want to keep hearing you. You know, I want to keep hearing you. Just continue to share of of the goodness of God. I mean, like I feel like Brother Ram. I feel like I'm I'm like speechless and just in awe of, of what God um, has done, you know, and so stretch your hands on that one. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so it's, it's amazing, uh, you know, that, that, that the only thing that can transform a life it's the gospel, and we are carriers of the gospel, and we have what people need, and people need what we have, but how will they know unless they hear, and how will they hear unless somebody goes, and how will somebody go unless they're sent? The Bible says how beautiful are the feet of those that bring the good news of the gospel to people, and so we are carriers of that. You might not be at a prison, but everywhere you go, there's souls. Everywhere you go, and 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 so we mu we can't hold this to ourselves. We can't be glory hoggers, good news hoggers. We gotta we gotta tell somebody, Amen. We gotta tell somebody, and uh, um, it's it's just you know the <laughs> how many of you have heard tell you that we might be seeable, but we're not reachable, and so. Um, um, it, I, I heard that that uh, on Friday before we went there, because it, it reminded me whenever you said, Brother Ram, that um, they y'all went and your names weren't on there, <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because that's just it's dumb, you know. It's like you we like well we were gonna go over there and then just get sent back home. No, we're not being led by our feelings. We're being led by the Spirit of God. Amen. And so on on um, on Friday when we went, I mean on on Saturday when we went, we heard that it almost uh, that they were the 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 warren was almost going to have to close it, like like shut it down, because on Friday one of the inmates uh, took a walkie-talkie from one of the guards, and they wouldn't give it back. And so, the, you know, these guys, the dads that signed up for this thing, they've been on the list since Janu I mean, since June. So since June, they've been looking forward to seeing their children, to spending time with their families. And so when this thing happened on Friday, uh, they went on lockdown. And uh, they 
said, if we don't get the walkie-talkie back, y'all going to stay on lockdown until we do. And so they were saying somebody needs to hand it over. And even they said that even like the gang leaders said, whoever has that walkie-talkie, you better turn it back. <laughs> somebody heard that and slided under the door. <laughs> the Lord used even the gang leaders because we were not about to get shut down. Amen. <laughs> they said, y'all better slide that walkie-talkie back and hand it over. And they, they slide it under the door, and they got the walkie-talkie back, and nothing had to be canceled. But I, 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 I give glory to the Lord for that because I don't, I don't take anything lightly like, or for granted or go without thanking the Lord and, and giving him credit for, no, for, for me knowing what I know it was the Lord that did that. The Lord permitted us to be there, you know, and so, and and so I I, I just love the Lord. I just it's, it's wonderful what the Lord is doing. We ain't seen nothing yet, Amen. I, t I already told the, the the guys if the Lord tarries, if the Lord tarries, we'll, we're going back. And if they let those give, they ain't ready for the next year. You know what I'm saying? And so if if it if they want to do 40, 50, we're ready, Amen. And no father's gonna get left behind. And so I also, on that note, was hearing that, you know, that the young kids, the, the 13, 14, 15-year-old kids that get tried as adults uh, go into those prisons. And uh, it's a horrible thing. And I, I want to, I wanna, you know, get information on that. I want to know how can we reach that the age group, you know, the 13 14, 15 year old that are there with the, the general population. And so um, I, I, I want to get information on that. I heard a lot of stories. I heard a lot of um, just, just you know, things that I, I didn't know about, but I do want to get involved in, in reaching out to them. We're going back to the women's prison harder than we've ever had. Amen. And so I'm thankful for that. We're going into the schools. Glory to God. The Lord is opening. You know, I, I told the guy, the worship team, I said, I send him the song. I said, you got to learn this by, by New Year's because we're doing uh, This Is My Year of the Open Door by Dr. Paula Nunchi. <laughs> right? Because 2024 is going to be the year of the more. Say the year of the more. And I'll let you know more on that. Amen. But it's going to be the year of the more. And it's like... You know, we're here we are in the last days of December of 2023, and we're seeing what no eye has seen. Amen. At levels that here at the Power of Love, we hadn't yet tapped into, but it'll just be greater and greater. If you believe that, say amen. Well, praise the Lord. Let me continue from, the, or I'm not, I'm not, I am going to continue um, on the preservation of life. Who received something this morning? The force of faith, amen, is a, a, is a preserver of life. Uh, vision is a preserver of life. I want to touch on uh, the force of thought. The force of thought. Say the force of thought. Recapping a little bit from last Sunday night and just sharing a little bit um, on, on that note. And uh, I pray that you receive something this morning because, you know, Brother Ryan kept saying this word. The transformation. And uh, transformation, of course, 
we're, we're able to receive transformation of life, you know, as, as we receive new life. We receive the new birth. We receive That's new life. And then as we um, uh, ingest the word of God, uh, we are ever being transformed, the Bible says, uh, by the renewing of the mind, by the word of God. And so the force of thought uh, is also a, pre- a, 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 a preserver of life. The, you know, how you think, what you think matters. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, uh, verse 7, For as a man thinketh in his heart, or as a woman thinketh in, in her heart, so is he or is she. Your mind plays a major role in how your life is going to turn out. Beca- so it, it's a, uh, your thought is a major determinant of life. And so for as a man thinketh, thinketh, in his heart, so is he. So it's saying what you think you are, you will be. If you think that you can't, you will. If you think that you can't, you won't. The, it, 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 it all starts how you think. That's why the Bible tells us um, uh, that we must guard our minds. That we must guard our minds. Because every emotion, every, every issue is going to always result out of what is taking place in the mind. Offense begins in the mind. Uh, anger begins in the mind. You thought of something and it made you mad. You thought of someone and they made you mad. You know, uh, you thought of something before you went and did it. And so uh, uh, as a man think it in his heart or in his mind, so is he. So I said that the quality of thought affects the quality of life. What you allow in your mind will determine the life that you will be. I've heard this saying, if you guard your mind, you will guard your life. It's all scriptural. And so uh, the limit of thought is the Limit of life. What your thought cannot accommodate, your life cannot accommodate. If you can't receive it in your mind, it, it, you can't have it in your life. That's, that's, just, that's just the way it is. And so the power of thought. And so it matters when it, what is running through your mind. <laughs> Amen. It matters what is, what you're always thinking about. What mostly occupies your thoughts is what's going to be the thing that affects your life. Did I say that again? What occupies your thought most of the time, that thing affects your life. Remember I said you cannot think death and have life. You cannot think sickness and have wholeness. You know, you know, some people become sick because they first thought it in their mind. You know your physical body reacts to the your thought process. 
scientifically proven. I'm not a scientist. I've studied some of these things with credible people. I was reading a book, uh, The Fourth Dimension by Dr. Youngi Cho, and he was talking about how he sat down with a, a neuro, neurosurgeon. And um, he told him, uh, do you remember that part? He told him that, remember when I said God? Oh, he was talking about the, the words that come out of your mouth. about the power of words is the center of what so it sounded better than I do but it, it plays you know even what you what you're going to speak is what's in your mind what you're thinking and so um, it matters it if it if, it, if, it if, you know some people uh uh, the moment they know something is the moment that it, it, it begins to affect them, whether good or bad. The moment they have some knowledge of something, it, it like begins to uh, take place, like in their lives, uh, good or bad. And so uh, it matters what, what you're thinking. What occupies your thought most of the time, that thing is going to affect your life. You heard me say that I was always a thinker. And, and it's not a bad thing, but it is if you're thinking the wrong thoughts. Are you with me? It's not a bad thing that you're always thinking, but you've got to uh, think the right thoughts. And so, um, and, and because of what was always constantly, the negative thoughts that were always in my mind, it was affecting my life. It was affecting how I felt. It was affecting how I felt. Uh, it was affecting how my attitude. It was affecting the people around me. And it all resulted of what was happening in my mind. And so what occupies your thoughts most of the time, that thing affects your life. And so um, let me just um, uh, fast forward a little bit. And uh, um, let's see here. The mind is the battlefield of the redeemed. Turn to 2 Corinthians 10, 3, 5. 2 Corinthians 10, hallelujah. 3 to verse 5. When you find it, say amen. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Well, strongholds is not demons. Strongholds are not demons. Some people call, they, they think that those strongholds are demons. Strongholds are Imaginations, thoughts. And then verse 5 says, 
casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts it itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought. Look at that. It's talking about the mind. Bringing into captivity every thought. Not every demon. Every thought. It's your own thinking that hinders you if you don't deal with the negative thinking. Bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And I love what it says, verse 6, and having in a readiness, say readiness, being ready, staying ready, staying watchful. The Bible says be watchful, be vigilant, for your adversary adversary roars like a, roams like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And how do you think he'll begin to do that? In the mind. And so if we're watchful, we're ready to bring down every thought into captivity into the obedience of Christ. Can we do that? Yes, we can. Otherwise, the Bible wouldn't tell us. Thank God for his word. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. So it's important to know that the mind is the battlefield of the redeemed people. And so your mind is one of the places that requires very serious attention. I've said it before, your mind is not a playground. You, you can't just let, and you have to do this. No one knows what's going on in your mind. You know what's going on in your mind, but you've got to get serious with not just allowing any neg anything negative. What is, any, what is anything negative? Anything that is that, that, that exalts itself against what God says about you. You, it, you, you, you know, you need to get serious enough to, to be watchful and to guard your mind so that if anything tries to come, a negative thought, a bad seed, whatever it is that you know that is going to hinder you or it's going to pull you away or it's going to trip you up, that you stay in readiness to immediately get rid of that thought. I'm telling you because I know this. And as you continue to grow in your walk with God, as you continue to ingest the word of God, there's going to be like an alert, like a Holy Spirit alertness that says, da, 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 da. danger, danger, danger. That thought, deal with it or it's going to deal with you. Have you ever found, caught yourself, why am I thinking that? And you're like, I know, I, I was like, where did, uh, I don't like try to wonder. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, get rid of it. Immediately. Say immediately. Say immediately. You know, because the flesh that you still have likes it. It likes to feel certain ways. But you're not to be, you're not carnally minded. Amen. 
you bring in, bring it into subjection to the word of God. Amen. And you can do that. Say, I can do that. Yes, you can. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so one of the places that requires very serious attention is the, the mind of a person. The mind has the capacity. Listen, it's just the, the force of the preservation of life through the force of thought. The mind has the capacity to make of a person a victim or a victor. All by, the, the, all by what, what you think. The mind can make you, a, but by, you know, the, the, the mind has the capacity to make uh, a victim of a person or a victor. Because victim, vic, you know, we're, we're victors in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that we are more than a conqueror. But if a negative thought comes and we dwell on it and think about it, we all of a sudden start begin to feel like we're the victims. And victimhood is not for the children of God. Are you with me? The victim mentality is not for the children of God. We are victors in Christ Jesus. Amen. And hey, if you feel a certain way, if you're thinking a certain way, acknowledge it and then just turn it over. Amen. And just, just realize it and do something about it by replacing those negative thoughts with the word of God. Because nobody's going to lose out but you. And nobody knows what's going on in your mind but you. But God knows the thoughts. And that's all that matters. And he's given you his word to help you. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the, the, the mind is so important. It is a, a force for preservation of life. The mind is the battlefield of the redeemed. As we read in 2 Corinthians 10.3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. And so, number two, uh, battles may be fought with weapons, but they are won in the mind. Can I say that again? Battles may be fought with weapons, but they are won. A battle is first won in the mind. Number three, our life in the Lord is lived from the inside out, not the outside in. We don't live from the outside in. We live from the inside out. We live according to what uh, God has done in us. Are you with me? So, God cannot do through you what he has not done in you. So we live from the inside out. First, it has to happen in you, and then it will happen through you. Amen. So victory is won first in your mind. Amen. So the state of your mind affects the state of your life. Turn to Proverbs 4, 23. Proverbs 4, 23. Let's go there. 
Hallelujah. Proverbs 4.23. Glory to God. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Then it says, uh, avoid all perverse talk, stay away from corrupt, corrupt speech, and then it says, uh, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Fix your eyes, just like we walked into that prison, look straight ahead. Don't look to the right and don't look to the left. And that's exactly what we did. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then, so uh, what verse am I, am I on? Look straight ahead and fix your eyes. See, when it, the Bible says fix anything, you have to fix it. Are you with me? Fix your eyes on what lies before you. And then verse 26 says, mark out a straight path for your feet. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe, safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. I like what in the King James, verse 26, it says, ponder the path of thy feet. Well, to ponder, you could say it means to think about it. Think about where your feet are headed. Think about the path that you are taking. And as you, as you, as you are, are, are pondering on it, as you are thinking about it, you're going to see to it that you're on the right path. Isn't that wonderful? We're not just blindly just doing things. We can't live like that. If you were li used to living like that, you're just shotgunning everything and just not, you know, not, not, don't even know where you're going, what you're doing, just, you know, we can't live like that. Are you with me? We got to, we got to, uh, in all of our getting, the Bible says, get understanding. And so, so it says, ponder, say ponder, the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Don't get sidetracked. And you can get sidetracked by a negative thought. Big time. Your whole life can go a different direction because of what happened in the mind. It's, it, it, it's, is that serious? You know, I, you heard me tell the testimony of, of, of our friend, our future Cara Love member, the, the, the bass player, guitarist, and, and drummer, and media, and, and man of many talents. That's going to, what else? Yeah, this morning. And so I want to touch on that because when he was sharing his, you know, he said, he was like, Pastor Sandy, if I can just sweep the parking lot of the church. I said, you can do that and be in the worship team. <laughs> he said, I'll do it. Whatever the Lord wants me to do. <laughs> but you know what? Let, let, look how. Look, and, and you can look, reflect and, and, and think about your own life. The, the way you thought 
it, it was what, what was directing the course of your life. The mentality that we carried. You heard Lewis's testimony. The way he thought that just this is the way life is going to be. You know, th there was nothing else uh, until his faith or in his mind uh, began to be renewed. Uh, but this, this guy uh, that's there uh, was telling us, this is what I, this is what, what I was pondering on. This is the path that I was pondering on, that I was, uh, I kept thinking about, that I, 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 I thought, uh, I kept thinking, when I get locked up, I kept saying, when I go in there, I kept thinking, I'm going to be like my brothers. I kept thinking, this is how my life is going to turn out. He, his thought gave him a whole picture of what his life was going to be like because of, 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 of how he allowed his life to be framed by the power of the thought. And it, 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 you know, it, it led him that direction. Everything he imagined he would be, he became. He ended up in prison. He said, I'm going to act crazy. He acted crazy, ended up in, in, in solitary. And, and, and he said, I'm going to kill myself. And, and he tried to do that. But thank God for a praying grandma. I said, thank God for a praying grandma. That when he was sitting in a pile of blood because he, you know, uh, uh, showed us the scars. He went deep, too. He wasn't cute about committing suicide. Was sitting in a pile of blood. And, and, and then uh, he, he had already trashed the room through the radio and, then, and, and was, was mad at God, cursing God. And, and, and the only scripture he could remember was John 3.16, for God so loved the world. And, and he said, yeah, so you love the world, but I guess I'm not in that plan of salvation. I guess I'm not included in that. I guess I'm just a nobody. And then all of a sudden he hears a voice coming out of the radio that says, you're trying to kill yourself, but you're, you do need to die, but you need to die to your old ways. <laughs> you do need to die, but you need to die to your old ways and receive new life. And he, that was Tony Evans on the radio, that at right at that moment, God used to touch this, this, this young man. And then sitting in a, in a pool of blood right there, he surrendered his life to Jesus. Was never the same. Never the same. Transformation began to take place in his life because he got, he started reading his Bible. He got plugged in. And now he, he, his thoughts are, are, have changed. He no longer thinks I'm going to die a gang member. He no longer thinks I'm going to go and kill somebody. He no longer thinks I'm going to be just like my brother. Now he's thinking I have a purpose in life. I'm going to impact lives. I want God to use me for his glory. I'm going to bring my brothers into the kingdom of God. How does that happen? How does that happen? His whole way of thinking changed. Therefore, his whole, the course of his life is going a different direction now. And then Rio Bravo, I'm going to call him Rio Bravo from now on. I'm going to call him RB. My friend. Ex-shot caller. <laughs> now he's going to call shots for the kingdom of God. 
And he was there today. And he normally told me that he doesn't go to church on Sundays because he's like all these other things at work. And I got to, I, I cook for these people. Yeah, they're called excuses. And I said, and I know that he wanted it bad. I, I could see it in his face. He answered the altar call and he's crying now. You could tell this man don't cry because Christian had told me, man, when he was, when he, his, his fi family finally came, he like immediately was like, was getting tough because he didn't want them to see him cry. But man, when he came to answer the altar call, he broke. He just began to cry, didn't care if tears were gushing down his eyes. He was hugging his daughter. And I, and I knew the transformation was taking place right before my eyes. And then he was sharing with me. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was sharing with me. <laughs> he was like, I, I don't want to live that life anymore. And I said, you don't have to, but the only way is going to be Jesus. And he goes, and I'm going to be honest. He says, I don't, nor I don't normally come. And, and, and y'all hadn't seen him, but Omero said that he had seen him. And, and, and he told him that, you know, I've been, I've been seeing y'all when y'all come. But he hadn't came. And, 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 and he's like, I'm going to be honest. I don't really come because, because uh, uh, to services, because I, I work and I got to, you know, I see so-and-so. Like, as if I knew who so-and-so were, I had no idea. But they sounded important. I don't know. I guess he got to feed him. And, he, and, and I said, well, let me tell you something. I said, let me give you a scripture and never forget it. Matthew 6.33. Because it don't matter how bad you want something, God has to be number one. And if God is number one, all things that you can never do for yourself, God will add them unto you. I said, never forget Matthew 6.33. I said, you got to put God first. I said, change jobs, do whatever you got to do. But when they're having service, you need to get plugged in here. You need to go look good. You need to go talk to Jesse. You need to get plugged in here. You need to come and you need to receive the word of God. And you have to put God first. And that's why when I seen him, I was happy because I know it's I know that everything is changing for him. I know that everything is changing. I know the, the countless testimonies, like Brother Ram said, only eternity is going to be able to tell. But but it, it, what excites us is, is what you know that 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 you are carrying, that when they come in contact, everything changes, everything changes for the people. And so. Uh, uh, you know, for, for, for that guy, the, the, the other one, uh, uh, you know, the whole course of his mentality is different. He thinks different. He's, he, he's, you know, the thought process has changed. Therefore, the course of his life has taken a different direction. It matters what you think. The Bible says don't get sidetracked. A negative thought can sidetrack you. And, 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 and take you in a different direction. And that's not going to be your portion. Say hallelujah. Glory to God. So, you know, just an example. I was listening to Dr. Paul Anunsky, and he was given an example of, of people that lost because of their mind. People that lost because of their mentality. Uh, and one of them was the children of Israel. The children of Israel that were in Egypt, known to be there in slavery for about 430 years. And so they were there so long that Egypt eventually got on the inside of them. Just like anything else. You spend a little bit enough time in there, and whatever you're spending time around will get in you. 
experience. And so um, what you don't want to get in you, don't be around it. <laughs> that is easy. But they were that, you know, uh, during the time that they were in Egypt, they weren't just there, but Egypt ended up getting on the inside of them. Isn't that something? And so he said that Moses' main challenge was not to bring them out of Egypt, but to bring Egypt out of them. That people have that issue. They've come out, but now it's like you got to get whatever. You know, there's a saying you can get the, what is, what is that saying? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm going to say, right? Did you say, what, how do you say it, Louis? No, it's no era. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, people say that you can get the people out of the hood, but you can't get the hood out of them. You actually, you can, and it's proven, right? But Moses' challenge was not uh, to get the people out of Egypt, but to get Egypt out of them. They had stepped out of Egypt, but Egypt was not out of them. Let's read Numbers 11. Numbers 11, turn there, and then in verse 4. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, number 11, uh, verse 4. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Simple, right? But, hey, a fresher, a refresher. That, that can never, you can never forget. Amen. You have to be watchful. Today, tomorrow, until Jesus returns. Amen. You got to guard your mind. Numbers 11, it says uh, in verse 4, it says, um, And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lusting. It says they, they fell uh, a lusting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? Then they began to say, we remembered the fish, which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. They began to lust for what was in their past. They were lusting for onions, for garlics. And then they even said, uh, we, rem we, we remember the fish we did eat in Egypt freely. It wasn't free. They were slaves. Look at their, their mentality. You know, they were slaves. Nothing they were getting was for free. There's people that have that mentality. They think that the system is for free. <laughs> or what they're getting is for, you know, it's, it, 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 it like, and the enemy knows that if he can, if he can get you here, it, it, that's what he aims at. That's what he works at. Um, I was I was doing a bike ride with my husband, and uh, I said I, I I was I was playing one of uh, a message that was on YouTube, 
but I really don't like to, to play the YouTube message, most of them, because they have, like, commercials in between. And when I'm writing, I can't, like, skip. And, and I said, I'm going to have to endure the commercial because there's, I have to put my phone up and, and zip it. I said, I'm just going to have to endure the commercials. And I, and I, I kid you not, every commercial was about why are you sleeping on it? The government is has $1,600 that is waiting for you. You're here broke, and, and this, there is, you can get a credit card for $1,600 absolutely for free. You can go shopping for Christmas. You must be, they called you dumb. They called you stupid because you're not on the phone claiming this free money. fell out my bike so many times and quit that thing. And I was like, I promise you, every commercial was about that. Like pondering you to do something and convince you that you could call and get $1,200 cash immediately. All you got to do is pick up your phone and answer a few questions. Anybody try that? Don't raise your hand, please. And I thought, if people are constantly listening to this, that is bad business. You know, every, I, I, I don't know, but I pay extra to not get commercials because they're unbearable. If, 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 um, like if there's an app and, and I, I like, I, I want to watch certain things, I, I pay extra so we don't get no commercials because every commercial is about how. Are you dying? Do you feel depressed? Are you bleeding at night? Do you feel suicidal? We got the answer for you. Take this and this and that, but it's going to cause you to hemorrhage. It's going to cause you to lose your liver and your kidney. It's just everything you hear frames your mind. And so you got to take charge. You got to decide. You know, it's it just like, just like your association. If you're constantly around angry people, you're going to find yourself to be an angry person. If you're constantly around negative people, you're going to find yourself becoming negative. Because everything you're hearing are seeds that are coming in your mind. If you're hanging around gossipers, you're going to become a gossiper. Because seeds are being sown and they're framing the way that you think. You can hang around a lie long enough that you believe it as a truth. And so you got to guard. You got to guard your mind. Are you with me? That that important and so they um they were lusting over the the onions and the and the leeks and and the garlic and 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 and, and how they used to get all this for free <laughs> you know here is somebody that was taking them to their destiny and they were longing for what was behind them 
Isn't that crazy? It was, it was their minds. You know, it's like the story about the elephant. And it's a true story. I think it, it, it's in India where they train the elephants. And a big old elephant. And, 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 and they train them uh, by putting a chain on, on their leg. Uh, tying their, uh, putting a chain on their leg to a little peg, but, and, 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 and every time the, the, um, you know, they keep, they, they keep the, 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 the elephant in, in that, that circle that he could only stretch himself to, and, uh, uh, I think, what do they do? They beat him? Do they beat him when, when they get far enough? Yeah, he gets a chain, but, but but they beat him to stay around that that um, that place because if that if that elephant will pick up his foot will take the 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 whole peg and the dirt and the ground and everything and so but they 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 keep doing this to this elephant until until the elephant is convinced that he can go nowhere so in the elephant's mind he only goes so far because he already knows in his mind that he can't go any further. And so when they have them trained that way, they remove the, the chain. Because as far as the elephant is concerned, he can only go this far. And that's how people can get by the way that they think, by the way that they program their mind. I can only go this far. I can only go this high. This is as far as I can go. And it's not that they have limitations of life. It's because in their mind, that's how far they believe they can go. Isn't it something? You heard me say last week that I've never imagined that we can do the things that we've done throughout our lives since we've given our lives to Christ, but it has been a result of changing the way that we think. Amen. Changing the way that we think. It's, a, it's important. Can you say amen? And so that's what happened to the children of Israel. They didn't enter into the promised land. If you study the word, and, 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 and so they, they didn't end up entering into the promised land be, because of their unbelief. But then you have somebody like Joshua and Caleb. The Bible says that they had a different spirit. The Bible says that, you know, that uh, uh, they believed the word of God. Uh, in Numbers 14, 24, it says, but my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. And therefore, he was able to enter, and along with his, with his uh, 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 children. And so uh, he had a different attitude. What uh, in impacts your attitude? It's the way that you think. He thought that they could do what God said they could do, and they ended up doing what God said. The other people, on the other hand, didn't. Say they didn't. They didn't because of the way they thought of themselves. How do they think about themselves? They thought of themselves, uh, as the Bible says, well, we can read it uh, in Numbers 13, 13. Let me see because um, I want you to look at it for yourself. Numbers 13, 13. Wait. 13, 33, I'm sorry. 13, 33, it says, and there, when God had, when, when they were instructed to go, when God had given them the land, and they went to go spy, and this is what, what, what it says about them, about the others. It says, and there we saw the giants, 
the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. So the Bible says that they seen, they were seen as grass, they seen themselves as grasshoppers. They seen themselves little. He says, and they thought the same thing of us. Isn't it something? They, the, the, the way you, the, the perception that you have of yourself matters. Why is it that they thought of themselves so little, but then here is, other, uh, uh, you know, Caleb and Joshua that said, man, they're giants, but we're able to take them. We're, a, we're well able to take over the land because they seen themselves as being able to do what God said they could do. You know, the word of God frames your thinking. And it's so important that you allow, it don't matter where you come from. You know, Lewis said it bluntly. He said, you know, I thought that, or Laura, you know, we, we thought that Mexicans would never, could never, uh, you know, have, have uh, could do anything. That our portion was to stay small and not enter into, it was a mentality. But yet when the word of God began to frame their thought, they imagined that they could do what they never imagined that they could do. And because they've imagined it, they entered into those realms. They entered, you know, never have done a resume before. Used to be at the Home Depot, Depot parking lot. I, I couldn't get over that testimony. You know, and now when I pass, you know, we were on the way to prison and we stopped at a Starbucks and there were some people on right there on Westford on 45 uh, waving at us. They wanted work. And I said, mira. I said, that used to be Lewis, but now yeah, I say el manager. <laughs> el manager. Hey, and that, there's nothing wrong with them being out there like that, but that's not the end of their story. Are you with me? That's not their end of their story. But it's, it's it, it, as a man thinketh, so is he. If you think that you can't, you will. And then your thoughts will line up with, with the words that come out of your mouth. Once you release it out of your mouth, get ready for it. Youngie shows that you ought to wake up every day. And, 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 and declare uh, 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 what God says about you. Because if you truly believe that word, the, the words carry power. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. He says, you ought to wake up every day intentionally and say, I am strong in the Lord and the power is might. Every good thing comes to me today. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am influential. I am blessed. Today is my day of breakthrough. Today is my day of reward. Today he said, you're going to see a difference in your life. But how can you talk like that when you can't even think? Because how am I going to say I'm wealthy? I'm broke. Don't you about to cut my lights off? How am I going to say I'm healthy? My back hurts. You see, you're, you're, you're the way you think. The, the way you think. You got to believe it. Amen. In the same way, if you're talking negative, you're, that's what you're creating. What you don't want to see, don't say it. And what you don't want to say, don't think it. It's that serious. 
But you know what I mean. I mean, what you saying? Say what you mean. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. See how wonderful God has created each and every one of us? You mean to tell me if I begin to renew my mind, I can see a, a, a different direction for my life? The Bible says that. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. It says that instead of believing in the integrity of God and his word, they responded negatively in unbelief, which resulted in low self-esteem. They said we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. Unbelief robs us of who we are in God. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers. We seen ourselves as grasshoppers. That's what they thought of themselves. How do you see yourself? Let's take a moment to reflect. How do you see yourself? Blessed? How do you see yourself? Healed? Whole? Moving forward? Conquering? A victor? Strong in the Lord and the power of his might? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have the favor of God in my life. I am bold as a lion and the lion turned for no one. I have the greater one living on the inside of me. The same spirit that rose Christ from the grave lives on the inside of me. I'm a carrier of the presence of God. God has chosen me. I am his special possession. I am peculiar. I am a royal priesthood. God is thinking, has, has a great life uh, uh, planned out for me, for my family, for my children, for my home, for my business. The preservation of God is upon me. God's protection is on me. He's about me as a wall of fire. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Even when I'm weak, I am strong. Hallelujah. The number of my days I will fulfill. With long life will he satisfy me and show me my salvation. My children will serve the Lord. I don't care what it looks like. Don't give me a bad report. My children, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I am blessed going in. I am blessed going out. I'm the lender. I'm not the borrower. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and never beneath. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Where does that come from? But it's in. Your, 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 your thoughts and your life by the word of God. And so they thought in their own sight were grasshoppers. You might, you might have had a negative perception about yourself, but I believe that as the word of God is getting in you, that changes. Amen. Love yourself. Speak life over yourself. Say what God says about you. 
Hallelujah. How many of you are witnesses that, man, just, 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 you're, you're, you're a, a witness of what I'm talking about. Just the, just, you know, as you've given your life to Jesus and as you've taken the time to, to, you know, renew your mind by the word of God, you've seen the transformation gradually. You see, you've seen yourself changing. And you've seen limitations come off because you've, you've thought you, that you could and you did and you will. And then the beautiful thing about it is that when you do something that you've never imagined you could do, but you've imagined and you do it and it's like, it's like then there's another thing. And then there's another thing. If I did this, I can do this. And if I do this, I can do that. And if I do that, man, and then while you're doing it, you're helping others. That's the beautiful thing about it. Because look, Chris, how many prisons ago were you here? You know what I'm saying? Like they said, they asked you, like they, how did you do that? You know, they, they're like, they're, they're like, how did you do it? It's like they want a, um, what do you call it? Yeah, recipe, like they want a formula. But it's like the Lord, man, the word of God has changed everything. I mean, uh, you know, th- it goes good with, 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 with your testimony because y- your mind was so messed up that you, were, you went into a mental, uh, yeah, and you went and admitted yourself at a mental hospital, right? You checked into a, a, a because... She glows like a light bulb. And it's it's powerful. It matters what you think in every area. And it matters what you think about yourself. The Lord thinks. You know that? For I know the thoughts I have toward you. What? Incredible. So, I wrote a few things down that I, I, w- I wanted, wanted to share with you. That that uh, that would help you. Um, in the mind, would you like that? Because I'm telling you now, I'm going to tell you how. And so, in Ephesians, what to do, or how? I don't know what I want to call it. But in Ephesians 4:23, the Bible says, "Be renewed." In the spirit of your mind. The NLT translation says, instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts. Let the spirit 
renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So I, 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 I like it the way the NLT says it because it says instead, well, let's see what, what, what he was talking about. You know, and he was not talking to the lost, right? Ephesians 4.24, he said he was talking here about living as children of the light, of light. And so um, he said, well, verse 20, but that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. And so let the spirit renew. You know, renew. Uh, uh, I was, I was, I was reading it in the date, and I like how how it said on this word renew. That 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 said. Let me let me show you here. It says the word renewed. It's meaning uh, meaning the whole course of your life now flows in a different direction. So you need to renew uh, your thoughts uh, by the Spirit. So that your life can go into a whole new direction. Isn't that something? And so the Amplified Classic says, and be constantly renewed. Say constantly. And be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. Having a fresh and mental and spiritual attitude. It's something that we must do continually. Say continually. Well, you know, Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And so we renew our minds by the word of God. Can you say amen? Well, another scripture is Romans 12 too, right? Very, very, very known. Uh, uh, but... Um, in Romans uh, 12, 2, hallelujah, aren't these worth reading? It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. There's that word, Brother Rand kept saying, transform, we've seen the transformation. Be ye there, transform, that word transform is change. Be ye transformed, how? By the renewing of the mind. He's not talking to unsaved people. By the renewing of the mind. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so it's important that in order for you to keep changing and transforming, your thought life is to be transformed 
by the renewing of your mind, by the word of God. I always said this. If you're not transforming, you're conforming. And transformation don't only take place on times on service days. It, it's a continual daily thing. Amen. You continually, every day, got to transform your mind by the word of God. And then also, you know, got to resist every negative thought. Every negative thought that tries to rise up uh, and exalt itself against the, 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 the knowledge of God or the, the word of God in your life. And so don't be conformed, but be transformed. Amen. And, and, and if, you're not conform, if you're not transforming, you're conforming. And you know that there is so much pressure in the world that we live in to get you to conform to its ways. There is. Everywhere. They want you to conform. The, the systems of the world, are, 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 there's such a pressure to, to get you to conform and adapt to the ways of the world. I mean, this thing has crept in even in the churches. You know, you just got to cope with things. You know, with the depression, with the, you know, with, with, with whatever is happening in your life. You just, you know, just accept it. I'm accepting anything that the Bible doesn't tell me that, that I know that Jesus has redeemed me from. Are you with me? Anybody with me? And so, but, but I won't do that unless I know. Are you with me? I won't even have the ability to, to, to transform in that area or enter into that change if I don't have that word. So it's so important. Don't be conformed. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the word of God. The renewing, by following the, 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 the ways of this new life. Amen. By changing the way you think. So say this, don't be, don't be conformed, be transformed. That means change. Hallelujah. And so that change starts in your mind. So what, what is another thing? How do you, how, you know, what helps you uh, uh, also? It's to be filled with the word. Be filled with the word. You know, you know that if you go to the gas tank, however much gas you put on your tank, that's how far you're going to, how many miles you're going to have. Well, you know, how much word you put on in your life. <laughs> you know, that's why the Bible tells us, be filled. In Colossians 3.16, it says, let the word of Christ, not the word of the news, not the word of people's opinions, not the words of, 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 of you know, anyone. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Not barely, but richly. Don't half fill your tank. Fill it to the full, to it overflow. Ever been at the gas tank and you're putting gas and you think it's going to stop and all of a sudden it just comes out. And it's like, Ugh. that's what happened to me. It overflowed. That's how I want to live my life. 
That's my goal, you know. I was like, man, that's how I want my spiritual life to be, just overflowing, gushing out like that. But it ain't just going to happen. I wish I could wake up like that, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Amen. Your tank don't get filled by itself. There's a price to pay. Amen. And the price that we paid is, you know, it's, it's, it's the decisions that we make. Are you with me? And so it says, let the word of Christ. These are great scriptures that you need to take with you and just meditate on them. Let the word of Christ, remember, of Christ. And dwell means not just visiting you, living in you, making its home in you, permeating in you, you know, just uh, 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 the word of God living on the inside of you richly, say richly, hallelujah, glory be to God. And so... Um, I, I like the note where it says the word of, let the word of Christ dwell in you <coughs> richly. It says the word of Christ, uh, the scripture must be continually, say continually, consistently. That's a key word. Uh, it must be continually, consistently be read, studied, meditated on and prayed over until it richly dwells in us. Listen, when this occurs, our thoughts, this is what it, the note says on the scripture. When this happens, our thoughts, words, and actions, and motivations will be influenced and controlled by the word. Isn't that something? When we continually meditate on the word, study the word, act on the word, pray over, and richly dwells in us, when this happens, what we think, what we speak, what our actions, our attitudes, and our motivations will be influenced and controlled it says by Jesus, but you can say by the word. Isn't it wonderful? Hallelujah. You must focus your mind on Jesus and heavenly things even rather than earthly things. Colossians 3.2, set your affection on things above, not on things on earth. Everything that we do has to have an, an eternal purpose. Amen. An eternal purpose. It's just like everything that is happening, what you are a part of. For the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. Set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. Colossians 3.2. Now let me read uh, Romans chapter 8. And I'm, I'm, I'm about to have a stopping point. You gotten something so far? One thing? <laughs> Raise your hand. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to call you. No, I'm just kidding. 
not even close. But in Romans chapter 8, uh, verse 6 and 7, it says this. Um, glory to God. I like to look at it in different translations. And I didn't, I didn't write any of, of these down, so uh, bear with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Aren't these great scriptures? It says, uh, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. It says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And so it's important to note, you know, there's a scripture in Isaiah that says, uh, that uh, that God will keep in perfect peace those, say perfect peace, that is like shalom. That is like nothing missing, nothing broken. That's like wholeness. Uh, for It says that God will keep in perfect peace those whose mind is stayed on him. You hear, you, you, you see how wonderful that is? Those whose mind is stayed, not is passing through, but is parked, it stayed on him. I love that scripture because I don't have to fret. I don't have to, you know, worry. I don't have to fear. Once I, my mind is renewed by what God says about me, my situation, my body, my life, what God is doing in this place, then I can have perfect peace. Say perfect peace. And you will have that too, as long as your mind is stayed on him. There's a song that says, all I hear is good news. And I love it because, amen, that's the word of God. So it's important for you to fill your mind with God's word. Let me give you another scripture. Psalm 1. Psalm 1, praise the Lord, hallelujah, I like all these palms. It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, or in the word of the Lord. And in, the, in his law does he meditate. Say meditate. Day and night. Continually, that's just continually. Say continually. Say consistently. Yeah, day and night. And he, that person, shall be like likened unto a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Well, that means that in every season you're going to bear fruit. Hey, every season. Amen. What season are you in? The season of bearing fruit? Because I meditate on the word of God, 
because my mind has stayed on him? Hallelujah. We know that. I'm not saying that the mind plays all the role. There's, it's just one of the forces that is a major force that plays a role in your preservation of life. It does. Because your mind can take you a whole different direction as, we, as, we, as, as we, we're learning, as we're, as we're, you know, hearing from the word of the Lord as well. And so it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. And whatever he does. Amen. Whatever you do, whatever you set your hand to do, the Bible says that you shall prosper. One more. Let's go to Joshua. One eight. You know, Joshua one eight was a scripture that really gave me light because it's the, it, it tells you everything right here. It deals with every area. It says, "This book of the law shall not depart." Out of your where? Mouth. But you shall meditate therein day and night. Why are you going to do this? So you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. And when you do this, then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have Good success. It tells me on my on my side note here that meditate therein day and night means to read quietly or talk to yourself as you think. You see? Talk to yourself as you think. I can do this. I'm strong in the Lord and in his power is his might. Hey. I'm going to succeed. I'm going to have a good report. God is working it out for my good. I'm staying on course. Hallelujah. You're muttering. You're thinking. You're talking to yourself. Hallelujah. And it also, meditating also, involves reflecting upon God's words and ways and applying them to every area of your life. Applying them to every area of your life. The Bible says in Philippians 4, 8, fix your mind on these things. And then it tells you, think of whatever is lovely, think of whatever is true. So if it's a lie, don't think about it. Think of whatever is just. If it is injustice, don't think about it. Think of what if it's a, a good report. If it's a bad report, if it's a negative report, don't think about it. It says fix your mind. Get your mind in working mode and think on these things. It tells you what to think. So when you're there and you're driving, you're going to work, and all of a sudden your mind starts telling you turn right when you should keep going straight, you know, then get your mind on fixing 
mode and keep going straight. When your mind tends to want to remind you or bring a negative thought of the past, fix your mind. Put it back in working mode with thinking what the word thinks. You know, somebody said I was driving and and I thought uh, maybe I should turn. And then I turned and I found myself back with the old guy. So he just didn't turn. He thought about it. And then he turned. Fix your mind. And I believe that's going to happen to you even more. Whenever there is a, a, a thought that shouldn't be, the Holy Spirit is going to alert you. When old w- thoughts want to come and you know that that's not who you are anymore, you're going to rise up by the Spirit of God and say, in the name of Jesus, get out of my mind. Get out of, that's not me. That person is dead. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. That's not who I am anymore. You're not going to accept the lie. You're not going to begin to see yourself as who you were just because the enemy tried to sow a lie that that's still happening in your life. No, in Jesus' name. You're fixing your mind on the truth of the word of God. Whatsoever is true, Paul said, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is of a good report, he said, think on these things. Fix your mind. you got to do the fixing. You got to get your mind thinking what it should think. Amen. And then you got to be a doer of the word of God. Amen. James 1.22, and I'm closing, I'm closing. This is, this is, this is it. James 1.22. Hallelujah. Has this helped somebody? James 1.22. It says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Say, I must do what it says. And then I like what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law, that sets you free, and if you do, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you have heard. You don't forget. You remember. Then God will bless you for doing it. Hallelujah. Jesus said that I would liken unto a wise builder a person who hears the word and does the word. Matthew Matthew 7. Who hears the word and does the word. And he says that when the wind comes, the storms come, the, the floods come, that person will still be standing. It's talking about someone, it's talking about life. It's not talking about an actual house. The one that hears the word and is a doer of the word of God. No matter what comes their way, the Bible says, you shall still be standing. And you know why you want to still be standing after the floods come, after the fire burns, after the the wind blows? It's for the glory of God. It's for the glory of God. Amen. 
is to bring God honor and glory because you obeyed to do what he said to do, and then God did what he said he will do in your life, and then he gets glorified because of what, he, what you allow him to do through your life. He gets all the honor and all the glory. When people say, why are you, how are you still standing? How are you doing it? Why, why is it, why, I mean, don't you see what's happening? And I mean, how can, you know, they look, they're looking in the natural, but it's like your mind has stayed on the Lord. And therefore, you're walking in perfect peace for the glory of God. Say, for the glory of God. Well, if you receive something today, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Pray. Let's pray. Let's let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you that the entrance of your word has brought light. And I thank you that there are even people here tonight, Father, that you have enlightened them by your word. I thank you that one word from you, Father, received and, 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 and receive the light of it can change a, a person's life forever. And I pray, Lord, that as your people have heard your word, I pray that there has been something, that there has either been one thing or something, a few things, or maybe everything, Lord. But let, I, I know that it has brought light, and, I, and, I, and I, I pray, Father, that it will impact their lives. As they obey your word, Lord, as they uh, do your word, I thank you, Lord, that they will see your mighty hand upon their lives. They will see, Father, the transformation. They will experience, Father, the perfect peace. They will experience the new levels of life. They will be begin to imagine the imaginable, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise, all the, all the honor, and all the glory. Continue to be glorified in and through our lives, Lord. Father, that wherever we go, we bring glory and honor unto your name. Father, it's all your wonderfulness. It's all your wonderfulness. Thank you for preserving us. Thank you for keeping us, Lord. Thank you for helping us. We are so thankful, Lord, that you've, you've helped us and you've allowed us to, 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 to come this far, Lord. And we are thankful. We acknowledge that it is you, Lord. We are thankful for your word. We are thankful for your Holy Spirit. We are thankful for how far you have brought each and every one of us, Lord. And even though, Father, we know that it's, it's, it's just the beginning. We know that there are, there are great, that our, our greater days are not behind us. They are ahead of us. We believe that with all of our hearts, Lord. It's been such a great year, but we know that. This coming year, Father, and these coming days that remain in this year will be supernatural. And we thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name.